due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is John Schnepp, director of The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened, Metalocalypse, ABCs of Death, a whole bunch of other things, and you are listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. Where's Batman? Fuck Batman. Go talk to her, idiot. Drink first. No, you stupid alcoholic. Talk to your daughter. You're ruining her. You know that, right? No matter what, your poison is already in her. There's nothing you can do. That's not true. Yeah, it is, you stupid piece of shit. You're a real stupid piece of shit. And everywhere you go, you destroy people. Of course your mother never loved you. What do you expect? That's why Sarah Lynn died. That's why Charlotte will never forgive you. What are you going to do to Hollyhock? What are you going to do, asshole? Shut up! Your podcast will fast, will fast, will fast. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show, and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast.net. Now, here's Chris Glow and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And once again, what else is new that we took another fucking month off to put out another episode? That's my fault. Life gets in the way, but we're back. Uh, let's see. Who? What do these people have in common? Chris Hardwick, Roseanne Barr, James Gunn. Uh, <laughs> I know there's gotta be, there's gotta be a couple more. Uh, well, not, not Dan Harmon. Uh, people who've gotten in trouble. Sexual harassment. No, well, people. Oh, well, even Hulk, worse Hulk, than that, I guess. Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. People have gotten in trouble for saying things they weren't, got caught saying things they weren't supposed to be saying, and potentially lost work for it. Yes. Uh, yes. So I think, well, since our last time we recorded, uh, San Diego Comic Con uh, came and went. I think like we re- we recorded like right before it started. Yeah. And um, so since then, like I've had all this like com- uh, San Diego Comic Con news. Like, like let's talk about it. But literally, like right before Comic Con. They announced that Disney announced that they're firing James Gunn for for uh, inappropriate tweets that he had put out literally ten years ago, right before the episode. I was I was just doing a little research, and like these are things that like as of now, like August twenty eighth, two thousand and eight, was was one of the tw- you know when the tweets went out. So let me see. August. I, yeah. August August twenty eighth. Well, I mean, it's not August twenty eighth now, but I mean, like you know, we're 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 damn near close to. Uh, oh, you mean August twenty eighth when he said all that stuff? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like it's been it's you know, and like two weeks, these comments that he said would were are ten years old. And let me see, I had it over here where he says, uh, you know, uh, he was talking about the movie Expendables. He goes, you know, Expendables is so manly, I fucked the shit out of the pussy boy next to me. Uh, yeah, the best thing about being raped is when you're done being raped, you're like, "Woo, this feels great not being raped." You know. Okay. Uh, let me see what else. Uh, I remember my first Nambla meeting. Uh, it was the first time I felt okay with being who I am. I, th- I think I think the mouse doesn't like those kinds of things. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm doing a big Hollywood film adaptation of The Giving Tree with a happy ending. The tree grows back and gives the kid a blowjob. Uh, let me see. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. 
Uh, let me see. I want to go big game hunting, but it's morally questionable. So I'm going to split the difference and go big game raping. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, I, I mean, this is ten years ago, and that shit it would would have been funny ten years ago. But it's like, I guess, I guess what the problem here is is we're now part of this movement of insensitivity. So it's kind of like, oh, well, you said this ten years ago. Yeah, you can't be around us. And I, I just want to finish with my favorite. Laughter <laughs> laughter is the best medicine. That's why I laugh at people with AIDS. Oh, my God. So, so and, and let me tell you, like, this is probably why I'll never be, like, famous or a director or anything like that. Because anyone just could just go back to listen to the old podcast episodes. <laughs> Hear my voice recorded saying some of the most horrible fucking things that they've yeah. ever heard. But, uh, you know, once again, like you just said, this is stuff that was said 10 years ago. And, uh, you know, and when Disney hired him, like, this is a guy who came from the, the trauma, like, you know, the, the movie trauma, Toxic Avenger and Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD, and, you know, you know, what he did, killer condoms and, you know, like, this is a, a studio that was known for making movies that were very risky, very edgy, very offensive and, you know, like, you hired... And, I mean, yeah, okay, he kind of transitioned. He's, he, he was doing... Like, he did, like, the Scooby-Doo movies. And uh, he did he did Super with Rain Wilson. Rain, Rain Wilson... It was it came out the same time, like, uh, Kick-Ass came out. Where Rain Wilson dressed up like a superhero and he was hitting people with a fucking uh, 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 monkey wrench. And he was like, shut up, cry. Not ringing any bells. It was... It's right, you know, the guy that played Dwight from The Office. And it's like, you know... Those those are weird movies. I mean, Scooby Doo was, yeah. was trying to be family friendly, but he threw in like weed references and in, in Scooby Doo. You know, in Scooby Doo Part Two, like Shaggy meets a girl named Mary Jane, and like, oh, that's the coolest name I ever heard, man. Yeah. You know? So it's like, you know, this is a guy with edge, and you're gonna hire him. And plus, like, he's he's obviously changed since then, you know. And part of me. I kind of heard a thing and I looked into it a little bit. Uh, I feel a little bit of this was politically motivated because if you follow, I followed, I, you know, you know, I've liked Guardians of the Galaxy one is like top three best Marvel movies and in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so when I, uh, so I started following James Gunn and he's very anti-Trump, you know what I'm saying? Like he's very like, you know, he'll, so uh, there are some people that feel that what was the people that are pro-Trump dragged up all this stuff in this past. Like, to kind of, like, you know... Yeah, but I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I, I really didn't see anything until, like, all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, James Gunn just got fired. Well, no, that's what I'm saying is that, like... But, I mean, I was following him. Yeah. And I'm just saying, his, like, his regular postings, he would bash Trump on the regular. So well, I'm they thinking, all do. I mean, I, 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 there's so many voice actors and actresses that do that on a daily basis. Yeah, I mean, but he's a big, you know, when you work for Disney, you know, then, you know, not to, not to downplay any of the voice actors, but, you know, he's, you know, he's more of a household name, I guess. <laughs> and, you True. Know, and, you know, he's a big fish to take True. out, and it's sort of like, you know, look at us flex our power, like, you know, you insult the president. So, so, so is James, if James Gunn is a victim of Republicans, is, or is a victim of Democrats, is Chris Collins the the, the, the reverse? <laughs> oh, Chris Collins, the Who guy... Who just got that, indicted the other day, like yesterday, literally? Like, he represents, like, what was it? Buffalo. Buffalo? 
The movie sense mostly Buffalo, yeah. But yeah, but it, there are parts of Rochester that There might be, yeah. And he was like and he was like the Democrat that like He's a rubber he's a Republican. He's a Republican? Yeah. Then why, why at the Chris one he was a Democrat or like no. where he but he was like the first person to endorse Trump or something. He was the like per, that. first person to endorse Trump. Um yeah, but uh, the reason I make that comparison is it's like it seems like Every time somebody gets taken out, so to speak, yeah. something else happens. So it's like, okay, well, oh, it's maybe like a tit for tat kind of a deal. Yeah. So, well, but like, uh, well, that, that being said, like uh, an- another name I mentioned earlier, which I did a little bit of teeny tiny bit of research on, uh, Dan Harmon. You know, the the Dan Dan Harmon had to apologize for once again a sketch that's like ten years old that he did for his channel one hundred and one. Yeah, and it was he said it was like a Dexter parody. And they show him, like, quote-unquote simulating rape on a doll. Oh, God. You know, like a baby doll, like an infant doll or something. And, like, and it's so weird because, like, Dan Harmon, like, right now, like, you know, the big announcement earlier this year was, like, for all the, you know, Rick and Morty fans, you know, Adult Swim orders 70 episodes. Like, so, like, you know, even if he puts out, you know, 10 episodes a year, you know, he'll be working for the next 10 years or something like that. And it's, like... And, you know, there's Rick and Morty merch and fucking Walmart and GameStop oh. and, and Spencer's gifts. And it's like, people seem to forget that Rick and... Did you ever see the original Doc and Marty sketch that yeah. Rick and Morty's based on? Oh, yeah. It's bad. He gets... It's he, bad. He gets Doc... A Doc gets Marty to lick his balls. <laughs> like an old man. And it's not like... And it, it's not like Mar, It's not like Marty was like... 18 or something like that like he's played like a teenager let's let's not even let's not even use that example use the example of that one episode where morty gets to pick the adventure and that and they're at a restaurant where morty goes to the bathroom and that alien almost rapes him oh yeah 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 yeah, but i mean like like and and you want to sit there and go like you want to sit there and go well you know we 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 never really saw that shut up he he put it in an episode of rick and morty come on i mean it's offensive but i mean like Having and then he, he he depicts it of a young boy looking at old man's balls like that's a crime <laughs> even though it's a joke and stuff like that and once again it's a tasteless joke but uh, so what they were saying is that um, this stuff about Dan Harmon they said that stuff came up on 4chan after Roseanne Barr got fired for you know making saying that oh I know someone looked like somebody oh, from yeah. I mean this is, this is a, it's like revenge because. You know, it's like we have to go after every single person for everything you say. Mm-hmm. So the problem, that's why I don't want to ever be like a famous person or a political person because I feel like anything and everything you say will be used against you. Yeah. And I don't know what I said like 10 years ago. <laughs> I could have called, said, uh, told somebody to suck my balls for all I care and fucking, oh, yeah, Paul said that he, he told this person to suck his balls. You can't hire him. Yeah, with this you know, podcast, like, I could never do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's it's kind of bad. I would say kind of this is, you You were talking about Chris Hardwin. Chris Hardwick? Hardwick. Chris Hardwick, yeah. So, um, isn't he getting, he's getting his show back. Well, that's, yeah, that's the whole thing is that, like, it's funny. I was so happy that he lost his empire. But I guess I'm wrong because he's getting... He's getting the Talking Dead show back on. She well, here here's the and correct me if I'm wrong. I could be wrong about this, but didn't they went to interview her and she wouldn't talk to anybody? Yeah, I think like she was. She had basically said, "I want to move on with my life," 
And, you know, but, yeah, but of course she want before she moves on with her life, she had to get in that article and, and say Yeah, that and, and that's where, that's kind of like, so, I'm not saying, like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, siding with anybody on that, but it's, to me, this is kind of, I, I actually brought this up on Twitter one day. I think there needs to be a protection in these instances for, and I hate to say it, but it's happening more to guys than girls. I mean, Roseanne Barr is kind of, um, I mean, she, she, that is definitely an extreme example of a woman mm-hmm. really like asking to get fired, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really think men, and not to be sexist, need to have some kind of security for themselves in an HR situation like this mm-hmm. to be able to be protected because I kind of feel like a lot of this shit is brought up. But, like, for example, George Takai. There was shit brought up against George Takai. Guess what? It went away. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened from it. Because guess what? He didn't do anything. Yeah. But he got accused. And for a while there, everybody was like, oh, he's a, he's a, whatever. He's a, he's an asshole or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, there's got to be some due process here. Yeah. There's got to be a process here where we say, look, let's not, let's not just, let's not, Go with the, what what is being said here. Let's do an investigation. Let's yeah. find out who it is, and then let's go from there. Look at CBS. Their uh, CEO that just uh, apparently he was he's said bad things. Or what what did he do? He didn't say bad things about one. Like he was. There, I guess there was a couple situations where he had said you needed you know you need to do a sexual favor for me, mm-hmm. and the women said no, and they got fired. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way. I'm. I have a business in. I have a business administration degree, bachelor's degree in business administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a big no no, big no no, <laughs> big fucking no no. You don't do that. Um, but they're not doing. They're not just sitting there going, "Okay, you're fired." They're sitting there going, "Okay," and they're probably doing it because this CEO happens to be very important. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, they're sitting there going, "Let's let's do an investigation." By the way, we're going to do. This investigation is going to be from an outside firm. Mm-hmm. They're going to let them do their job, and then we'll come back and we'll tell you what the results are. And if, he, and if he's guilty, he's gone. Yeah, that's kind of what should be done. Now, the argument is always, well, they could be giving them money to shut up. I mean, yes, there's that possibility too. But the problem here is, is if you don't give somebody the due process, they're going to come back and sue you. Because you have no evidence. Because guess what? People need to feed their families here. I'm not saying that there isn't any bad guys. Um, what's his name there that's in court now? Um, what was he involved in? I can't... I can't. It's not Brian Singer. It's... Um, who was it? He's, he's He basically was... Uh, a lot of actresses and, and uh, came forward about him. Oh, you mean uh, Harvey Weinstein? Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. That's an example of, okay, there's evidence. We know the evidence. We have all these actresses and actresses, all these actresses coming out and saying, yes, he did this. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. Not as now, you know, like George Takai and some of these other people, you know, it's... To me, there's got to be a due process here, and I, and I feel like, as a society, we got to kind of slow our roll with all this Me Too movement and everything, and kind of come up with a system where people aren't going to get hurt. Because you got to remember, a lot of people have families, mm-hmm. and those families get hurt 
by that person not having anything to pay to, to you know to take care of their family with. Yeah. Okay, now the argument can be made. Well, they already have millions and millions of dollars, dude. They probably blown all millions and millions of dollars. So just you know, you, you, we, I, I feel like we need to kind of slow the roll and just have some kind of process. And it should be for both men and women. I don't don't pull out the torches. (laughs) Exactly. Pitchforks and torches. Exactly. And it's it's, it's weird because, like, I totally agree with you. But, like, I was so happy when Chris Hardwick got fired. You know, I'm happy when Papa John's gets fucking, you know, taken down. Well, and and here's the interesting part. Here's, I was thinking about this because if you notice, there's no more Papa John's here in Rochester. Mm. The guy that owned them shut them all down. And I was thinking, I was like, why the fuck did he shut them all down? And then I went, that's right. Because of what's his name? saying those comments he was probably like i don't want to work for a guy that does this anymore mm. so maybe that's why he shut them all down mm. um they haven't said anything about if they're going to open any more up but i i never was like a really fan of papa john's yes, i never liked the food that's the whole thing is that like if, if it's somebody i don't like and they lose their career i'm like yes <laughs> but see here here's here's another thing here's an example of somebody going back and suing the company and saying guess what you fired me but you had no evidence. Now, I'm not saying that the 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 CEO of uh, of uh, Papa John's. Yeah, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry, mm-hmm. Papa John's was wasn't guilty, but it was just like, you know, you can't if you're not you don't have the evidence and you just fire somebody. They can come back and sue you and get a shitload of money. Yeah. So there's got to be it's got to be a due process here. I, I, that's what I feel like. By the way, so I guess this kind of. I mean, unless you want to continue with these guys. Well, no, I I know because I just wanted to talk about like, like just real quick. Like, I do admire that the for James Gunn situation that all the cast yeah I didn't want to talk together and you know they stood their ground and they're like, look, you know, people change. He said this stuff ten years ago. He's shown a lot of personal growth. Um, Batista has been very and 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 like right now we're at we're at a point where like Batista like. He's, I think he's contractually obligated to do it. And he's like, the only reason I'm here is because my contract is, is making me stay here. But like, I, I don't know, if he finds a way to kind of like back out of it, like, and don't get me wrong, fucking, it's not like Disney needs Drax. For well, yeah, I mean, galaxy. everybody's been making you know, that joke. I mean, yeah. you know, like, I mean, it's, it's sort of like, you know, especially after like Infinity War and everybody's dead or whatever. You know, they don't necessarily need him, but I like the fact that he's sticking to his guns because also, I mean, even though he he did a couple of movies before Guardians of the Galaxy, but like James Gunn, like really gave him his big break, and I like the fact that like yeah. you know he's going and and you know all these you know Chris Pratt, yeah, he was on Parks and Rec, but he was like a fat guy on Parks and Rec, like you know James Gunn said this guy's a fucking leading man. Zoe Saldana, who yeah, okay, she had um. You know, she had, you know, Star Trek and oh, she's she had, had a lot of Columbia and stuff yeah. like that. But like, you know, I on you know, I feel that Guardians of the Galaxy kind of gave her that like that was like her big push. I'm gonna be yeah. honest with you. I, I hate to disagree with you on that. I think Star Trek was more of her big push. I think she actually gained a lot oh, I'm, more oh, I'm an asshole. Avatar. I forgot you well, was an Avatar. Avatar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean Avatar. I, but I'm just saying, you know, he gave these but I mean he gave all these guys kind of like a big break. Right. And I'm glad that they, you know, I'm glad they stood up. At the very least like they didn't like just like say, you know, like hold their mouth, you know, you know they stand there stand by. They quietly. signed a petition. Yeah. They signed a petition. Like literally that that goes no more farther. Like Disney should literally be looking at this and going Going. <laughs> it's Disney on the phone for you. 
<laughs> and we're back. And so now Paul can't talk about Disney anymore. <laughs> they just bought the podcast. And shit, I wish. We were spoiled. Uh, no, so Disney, Disney basically... Disney should pretty much be bringing this man back because here's the problem. I know that Disney's the evil empire and they can probably do whatever they want, mm-hmm. but it would also make them look good if they said, look, um, you know, we don't like the comments that he made. And, you know, after consideration and talking with the actors, you know, we feel like James Gunn is what we need for this movie. And we also feel like, you know, he has become a changed man. After all this, after all these comments, yeah, like they could, they could kind of. I mean, after whatever we do to get through Infinity War Part Two, and we get our characters back, yeah, you know, like they could, like they can roundabout make it like a storyline, like have like Star Lord have to redeem himself or something, like you know, like you could, you could kind of well, like write it into the movie. Not even that. Or, I mean, or, well, I mean, he does have to kind of redeem himself if you know what I mean. Oh, that's but, right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, like. It, to be honest with you, like I think that it's it's more that he's um I don't know, like it, it it's more to me that these that they need to kind of just let this happen. I mean, this is gonna be the third film, so technically really you could just start with a new director for the next trilogy. Yeah. Well it's I mean uh, my thing is I want James Gunn to come back. I don't I feel Disney. No, they probably won't. They have such a, they have such power and influence, and also like if Dis, let's just say Disney caves in on this, well, then I, I think like it's gonna that's gonna set a precedent where like anytime they make announcement, you know, they make an announcement that people don't like, people will protest, and then Disney will feel obligated to respond. Like I well, think if, the if they say fuck you now, then then like it'll stop. People yeah, but here, here's what you're not here's not what you're not thinking about. Mm. What happens if Batista goes and then the whole other cast starts going with him? Oh yeah, if the whole cast goes, then 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 they don't have a they ha- they don't have a chance. They they have to bring him back, mm. and I feel like that that may actually happen. I want him to come back. I yeah. just I it, 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 I have a and, bad feeling that he's and, not. And, and kind of like so this is kind of getting into another subject that we wanted to talk about because it's. We really haven't had any well, things. Okay, well, I, I just there's, there's like two more things about this. Okay. One, okay, they want that. Okay, they said, let's just say Disney sticks by their guns and they don't hire, they don't rehire James Gunn. Who would who would take the mantle? And I think the two super obvious choices. One would be Taika Waititi from Thor Ragnarok because mm-hmm. he kind of he definitely borrowed a lot of that vibe from Guardians of the Galaxy of making a funny, action packed. You know, you know, fun. I still haven't seen that one, by the way. You haven't seen Ragnarok? Oh my god, dude! Like, you got to understand something, man. Like, I I am so far behind in the movie. Point. (laughs) It's not even funny. It's because, like, you know, I'm working so much that it's just like, you know, I mean, that's probably probably part of my problem. But you know, I I work so much that it's kind of like I have no time to go see. People joke with me. They're like. They're like, do you even get to use your free movie brochures? I was like, no, everybody else does. Because <laughs> I don't fucking use it. I mean, uh, I mean, I can't even do that anymore. That's the problem, too. But, yeah, so you know, but, but what I was saying, like, people you know, say yeah. Taika Waititi, because Thor, yeah. Thor Ragnarok clearly borrowed a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy when it comes to, you know, what one being an outer space. And then, two, the other option was the Russo brothers. That's what I was going to say. Because they've obviously, and they've written and directed. Guardians of the Galaxy, 
like you know for for Infinity War, like their characters and stuff like that. So that would also that would see, in my opinion, that would be more like the safe choice. The Russo. I brothers. think that's what they're probably going to do. But also, like the Russo brothers, they haven't expressed any interest because it's a weird thing. Well, because so so Batista said his the newest thing I think he said was is if they don't use the script that James Gunn had, mm-hmm. then he'll definitely be walking, mm-hmm. and he wants out of his contract. So. My feeling is is that if the Russo brothers were to come in, use his his script, put their touch on it, mm-hmm. I think they would be fine. And mm-hmm. but then you know they kind of you know it it comes back to where again I I kind of you know we were talking about due process. James Gunn should be suing Disney right now. I honestly should he should be suing Disney. That's a job mm-hmm. that he just lost for a comment that was made ten years ago. I can find a lawyer that will get me money because of you trying to kick me out for 10 years ago. Guess yes. what? They'll settle, they'll shut the hell up, and they'll give him his money anyway. Especially that they he said that before they hired him. Exactly. They should have done their due diligence Dude, like, in hiring. Like, if they hired him, they should have had, you know, I mean, it's sad that they had to say that, but, like, you know, nowadays, if you're going to hire somebody... You kind of have to dig a little. When you do it, he came from fucking trauma. Most <laughs> most businesses they do a background check on somebody. Mm-hmm. They go to Twitter, they go to Facebook, and by the way, that's why. Like, I mean, my my Twitter is is public now, but it used to be private because mm-hmm. I didn't want people to see what the fuck I was saying. Mm-hmm. Now you know, and that's the thing. They probably, if I had a background check now, mm-hmm. I don't think that it would be any problems because I'm not really saying anything derogatory or anything. But mm-hmm. it's like. You know, you obviously have a process of doing things. If you had a process, why did you not go and look at Twitter, go look at Facebook and say, oh my God, he made these comments, let's not do this. You didn't. That's your fault. And that's where a lawyer comes in and says, by the way, you didn't do your due due process, give my fucking client money, or we're going to take you through the court system. And Disney's a little Disney's a little bitch like Fox and everybody else. They'll be like, "Oh, let's just settle this and give you money," because mm-hmm. they have so much money. Yeah. So you know, I think he should do that. Honestly, I think he should sue them. And yeah, I, well, I think he's, he's waiting to see what they do. Yeah, I think you he's know, waiting to if, see. If, what you know, they if, do if, too. if you know, they start filming without him, then he then he calls his lawyer. But he's sort yeah. of like he's, he's just just waiting for that phone to ring. Like you know, <laughs> exactly. Oh boy. Huh? I mean, for all we know, he will get he he may even still get paid. Yeah. It might be in the contract. So. Yeah, probably, yeah. So if he doesn't do anything, I, I assume that's what it is. So. Hey, hey, James, it's Mickey Mouse. Here. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to want you to come back, huh? Okay. Uh, you know, we, we're, so we're going to pay you anyway. You might as well just have you write and direct the movie. And, you know, we gave him to fan, uh, the fans. Okay, bye. All right. So, so all right. So what you, do you, that, you do that very eerily well. <laughs> I, I do. So go, go, go away. Don't, don't get out of my house. <laughs> So where did you want to go from here with the, so so I, I was trying to kind of spin this back into because uh, this happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, Hulk hey, Hogan, hey brother, Hulk Hogan came back and Hi, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> came back into the the Hall of Fame. Uh, surprisingly, a lot of the the uh, the the black wrestlers were kind of uh, accepting of him, mm-hmm. but I was really really surprised by Mark Henry. Um, but like Titus O'Neil, um, oh God, the New Day, those guys, mm-hmm. they weren't, I mean, they were like, yes, but no, <laughs> kind <laughs> of. So it's like, you know, I, I, I really, like, for me, I think, honestly, if any guy gets a pass, 
mm-hmm. I would say Hulk Hogan gets a pass. And here's here's my explanation about this, okay? First of all, the comments that he made, again, oh, look, 10 years, what was it? It was like 10, 15 years it, ago. It was, yeah, his, like, and it's funny because this story of him coming back, it was literally like two or three years Almost to today, because yeah. it, the him being fired came up in my Facebook memories. Yeah, you know, and so almost to the day that now and I'm glad he's back. But uh, yeah, but yeah, but the original comments were made about just about ten years ago. You know, from like right. an, an illegally recorded conversation that was also illegally. That's released. the thing, and that's that's number one. Like Gawker, what the Gawker, who's no longer allowed, no longer around because that brother took their ass down, like. There's there's a perfect example of a guy that did exactly what he should have done, due process-wise. You fucking did something, you weren't supposed to put the goddamn tape up, you did, now you're going to pay the price, and he got all the money, he basically got all the money that he probably would have made from WWE for those years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for me, like, I think that Hulk Hogan gets a pass because we're talking about a guy who has never, other than that time... Really said any comments. We've never seen him do that in public. We've never heard anybody come out and say something. Come on. It's Hulk Hogan. Somebody would have said something by now. Oh, he tried to rape me. Or something. Something. We would have heard something by now. And, you know, okay, I I get that there were comments made against black people. But can I I tell you something? You have a daughter. Yeah. If, If you were in a situation with a black guy and it's just me and you... You may say some things that you don't necessarily mean, but in the heat of the moment, you're kind of yeah, like... Yeah, there's a lot of things that you say in personal conversations that you... you Obviously, you say it because you're not expecting the whole fucking world to hear it. Exactly. You know? Whether you know whether it's right or wrong, you know, you know. It's, it's, this is where this is where like having a black friend comes into <laughs> comes into handy because you can literally say to them, "Look, I need to talk to you about this." By the way, I don't know if I'm being racist about this when I have this conversation. It's kind of funny because I, I remember, like, I usually, there's sometimes where I've had what I call a uh, racist minute mm-hmm. with, with Darrell. Mm-hmm. And, I, and half the time, Darrell's like, that, that's actually about 75% of the time, he's like, what was supposed to be racist about that? Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's like, he's like, I feel the exact same way about my race. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to put words in his mouth or anything, but, I mean, some of the shit that happened in the library, like, you're talking about, like, the well, lowest of the low. It's, it's one of those deals, and, and I kind of wanted to go into this also, but, I mean, I, not, the the conversation that I, I that you that you had online when we were talking, when you were talking about Starfire and the new Teen Titans go, which, which kind of goes into, it kind of yeah, goes into San I mean, Diego we could kind of, we could kind of talk about those two, Cause, yeah. Because, all right, so, so while we're kind of, like, on the edge of racism, talking about racism and stuff like that. Um, so what had happened was, and this, when the Teen Titans Go trailer came out, now first, you know, a couple months ago, they had the leaked onset photos, photos yeah. and they showed Starfire, who was portrayed by an African-American actress, but she had like, and I'm just going to say, she had like a bad weave in her hair. Like, it's not even like a wig. I mean, and don't be wrong, even Raven looks, so, even the Raven character looks like she has a bad wig on, but like a bad weave. Like a chintzy looking fur coat kind of a deal, and like these big long hooker boots, and look for all intents and purposes like it. She looked like a, she looks like a hooker. You know, I hate to say it, you know. And it, and so then they go. So there was a lot of there was pushback that said, 
oh, well, you don't know what, you know, this was a, you know, that wasn't a posed photo. This isn't what the studio approved of. You don't, you know, this is someone took a picture. It's not like it went through a filter or anything like that. So you don't know what you're talking about and, and, and don't fucking judge or whatever. So then at Comic-Con, first day, like that Thursday of Com- uh, San Diego Comic-Con, uh, they released the trailer where the big, you know, the, the big, the big thing was, you know, fuck Batman. <laughs> yeah, fuck it was Robin Batman. saying fuck Batman. But, uh, you know, then you see, you see Starfire in the trailer. And yeah, you don't see her that much, but she still has the same hair. She still has the same jacket. And it looks, it cheapens the character. And of course, yes, the character originally in the comics is more of an orangey character. Yes, the character has big wavy hair. But so. <laughs> well, I was going to say, so number one. Uh-huh. When I'm when I'm talking about like something like this situation, it's not about the the color of her skin. That's the, yeah, that's what, like okay, I'll go. You yeah, you were coming at this. Yeah, like a, I, I was coming at it as as like a what the fuck are you trying to do with this character? Like I don't care if she's black or white. Just make it look like Starfire. Don't make her look like a goddamn whore. And that's what she does. By the way, if she was a white girl and it looked the exact same thing, I'm going to say the exact same comment. Well, well, yeah, I mean, well, that, that's just, I just, you say she, it's not like she showed up and says, hey, I'm Starfire. Someone, someone had a costume. You know, you know someone had a, well, that's, that's someone the gave part. her the clothes. Someone, right. someone, someone so, uh, did her hair. And then on top of that, all, when all was said and done, someone looked at that and said, thumbs up. Right. Well, and, and here's the other thing, too. So, apparently, the scene that we keep seeing is she appears and she somehow takes the clothes of a hooker, I guess, is what it is, is their explanation. And that's why it looks like that. But I'm like, that's but, but then, but then I'm like, I'm like, so then show a different scene of her. Yeah. Show her in a different light. So, um, have, if, if you've seen, like, for example, um, the, uh, Oh, if uh, there there's the uh, the cosplayer that I put up on Facebook, yeah. black woman, mm-hmm. better look. Yeah, that, she had she had, she had that's ex- that's Starfire. She had the that is a black movie. version of Starfire right there. Mm-hmm. It works. It's wonderful. Yeah, she had she had like the reddish hair that more like this, that's common to the color of the exactly. comic books. She had emerald. Uh, contact lenses in, exactly. you know, and it had nothing to do with the color of the skin. It no. just had to do with, okay. So I mean, I did, you saying that like that character, she comes across a, a prostitute and takes the prostitute clothes. I wasn't aware of that. And I, I, case, I heard that's what that's like. So she came like it was like one of those things. Like apparently it was explained to me that I don't remember who explained this to me on Twitter, but apparently basically she it was kind of like the whole terminator kind of deal yeah she 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 just like appeared i don't know if she was naked i don't think she was naked but i think like she was trying to blend in mm-hmm. so she took the clothes the clothes of a yet. woman not knowing what it was <laughs> so i think that's i mean that'll kind of be explained in the series but there again like yeah if that's it, the first impression that yeah, most of the fans are getting i mean for me it's it's more or less like if you're going to show a character, show them in their best light. Robin, mm-hmm. you showed Robin wonderfully. Fuck Batman. <laughs> By the way, I like the I like that one meme where he's like where like he's like fuck Batman. And then Batman comes up behind him. He's just like, what did you say, boy? <laughs> 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 Nothing, Batman. <laughs> so, um, so I'm there's the bitch, that. I'm the bitch you're my daddy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 
Um, so you got that, and then you got, like, Raven. I thought, even though, like, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you, Raven, the way that Raven looks is, is kind of, is... Uh, building on me, I kind of like the way yeah, that she I mean, looks. At first, at first, I mean, like, look, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. It looks like she's wearing a bad wig. It looks. But that yeah. said, I mean, you know, but that, you know, uh, that being said, you kind of, you, you, you swallow a little bit. You understand, like, okay, this is they're trying you swallow to swallow a little bit. <laughs> uh, you know, it's 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 hard to translate from what's on the page or what's animated to 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 real life. And you know you understand it's not going to look you know screen accurate, but then again you know they could take how is it that they can make Robin look so good? Mm-hmm. You know the Robin outfit looks no. fucking on point. Yeah, and, 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 and so I I think like well, and you got to also understand like you also got to talk about you know we have Beast Boy mm-hmm. who doesn't yeah, and then who else was in. Cyborg wasn't in it, was he? No, that was a, I think in the center universe. I don't think. Cyborg yeah, so was it was it was them. Wasn't there somebody else too? To the best of my knowledge, I think right now it's just uh, Robin, Raven, Robin, Raven, Beast, Beast Boy, Boy, and and Starfire. Okay. Yeah. So my my thing about it is is like I mean they're really not making Beast Boy look any better. Mm-hmm. I mean I I guess what the problem is is we haven't seen the first episode, and I think that once they bring out that first episode. We'll have a lot more clarity, and then we can go from there. But the point I think that we're trying to make here, Chris, is yeah. And this is something that this isn't the first time that this has happened with the TV series either. Yeah, <laughs> you do not. If you're going to bring out, if you're trying to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Trying to, uh, I guess, advertise a series mm-hmm. um, in the best light. The first thing, the first thing you do not do is put Starfire out and. In whoreware and hope and hope to God that everybody likes. Well, yeah, that's because 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 you had said you don't like the way she looks. The gentleman who stepped up and I I don't maybe I won't use his name or whatever. Like oh you know because uh, you and, and and you know you weren't coming at it from a direction of being oh you're a you're a tool of the racists and and you're you're what they call a useful idiot and and you know the the racist like. His point was that like there 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 are white supremacist groups and people like that toxic fans they call them that that are that are beating down DC. That, that was on Facebook, wasn't it? It was on Facebook, yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 so there's all these people who are going against it, but now they're going against it because she's black. That, right. That you're going against it because you don't like the way she looks, and I agree with you. I don't like the way she looks, but he's saying. That since your opinion is the same as these white supremacist guys, that you're helping them. Yeah, but and here, it's like, here's, I'm not, you know, like I'm not helping. How am I helping I, I the white mean, supremacists if we happen to share the same kin? I don't like the way she looks. They don't like the way she looks, but for two separate reasons. She looks like a whore. They don't like her because she's Chris, black. Can I can I tell you something? You see but the like, color of my skin. Mm. That's probably why he thought I was. He thought I was a white supremacist. It's like how the hell do you <laughs> jump from? You know, oh, your opinion Dude, that's the, that's makes the, you the tool of the fucking, you know, online that's white the, supremacist conspiracy. <laughs> like, that's, dude, that's, I'm not that important. <laughs> that's, the, that's the political environment we're in. Yeah. That's why I don't get... That's why, if you've noticed, I don't post anything... I rarely post anything political anymore. Yeah. Because these people jump all over you and they just start using, like, uh, you wear the wrong socks, so you're wrong. Yeah. Like, it's, it's as stupid as that. And it's just like, after a while, you just kind of just get annoyed with it and you're just like you know what i'm not gonna deal with that today 
So yeah, I just I, I it's like it's such a logic leap to go from I don't like the way Starfire is. is oh, the white supremacies are white supremacies using as a tool, <laughs> you know. And while we're on Teen Titans, uh, Teen Titans, and I haven't seen it, Young Justice. You mean? Is this where we're going there, with that? There, I, I, the, I believe there's an after credit scene for Teen Titans Go to the Movies, which sort of hints at like a return of the traditional Teen Apparently, Titans. Apparently, yeah. So I, so, I mean, you know, spoiler alert, but I mean, I, I can't spoil it because I didn't see it, but I kind of, I've gotten rumblings on the internet. So, okay. So, first of all, before this movie came out, who was it that said that if you go to the movie, if you by by supporting this movie, it was Michael Jelinek, the guy that yeah, that, you that, might be you'll be able to get the support this movie Titans. will help us get the, the Teen Titans back. And so, I, I think Tara Strong kind of or she either retweeted or she had she had kind of said the same thing also. But see, my problem with that is is that you you have a kids version now that people are accepting, and then you want to flip back to the other one. Now, don't get me wrong; mm-hmm. if you want to go back to the other one, that's fine with me. But here's the problem. Now you got this. You got a TV live action series with Teen Titans. <laughs> and then on top of that, like we were, well, that we'll probably talk about in a minute, Young Justice. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we're kind of, yeah. we're kind of putting too much out in the field here. We got Titans. We got Teen Titans. No. We got Teen Titans go to Teen no. Titans. Go I will accept this. I will only accept this uh-huh. if it goes to one place. Uh, Tsunami. Tsunami. Okay. I will only accept the new Teen Titans series if it goes to Tsunami. That is the only way I will accept it. Um, actually, you know what? I want to kind of talk about Tsunami on here a little bit later. Oh, okay. Because I'm going to be writing an article and I kind of want to talk about it. But uh, do you want to talk about Young Justice? Because that came out of San Diego Comic Con too. And Aquaman. Well, yeah, I had oh, Aquaman. Aquaman. Oh, Aquaman. Oh, my God. But go oh, on. my God. Like, well, Aquaman. Well, Holy do, shit. Do Young Justice first, because I have nothing on Young Justice. So, so Young Justice, they put out a trailer. They basically, it, they used, a, the first part of it is kind of like showing like the first, like, what was it? I think three seasons? Two or three seasons? Yeah, three seasons. It was. And then um, they kind of showed some new stuff. Um, so it, it, looks, it looks good. They have new characters. Um, it just... I don't know. I, I just kind of, it just kind of felt like, I don't know. It, it didn't feel like it was. I have to see the first episode, I guess. I, you know, oh. it's, some of these stuff. It's, it's kind of like. Is it the same animation style? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it just it, it was just like, kind of felt like it was all over the place, and I'm just like, all right, just give me the first couple episodes. Let me see what they look like, and then we'll go from there. Okay. I, I just I, I kind of get the problem with me. And this is kind of connecting that in the live action series of Teen Titans. Is they also announced the DC ser- uh, what what is it called? Oh, um, yeah, whatever the online streaming service. Yeah, the uh, online the streaming DC world or, or something like that. Something like that. So I, I I guess like and this is something that I'm going to continue to say and I probably said it on here 50 times. Same thing on the Tsunami Faithful podcast. I'm getting sick and tired of all these fucking goddamn streaming Jesus. services. <laughs> And it pisses me off because I want to see these series, but then it's like, it's like, no, no, fuck you. You have to go to the streaming yeah. service. Now, well, this is, this, this is going to be the first one that I'm serious. Like, and don't be wrong. I, not, I have nothing against Netflix, but like, this is the first one, like, I'm, you know, you know, hopefully in a couple months and I won't get into it right now, but I may be getting a new job soon. But like when my, when I get a new job and actually have a halfway decent income, 
I think I may subscribe to this well, fucking and, DC and, service. And here's the other thing. It's good for you because you you read all the comics and shit. Yeah. So it's all of that and combined. But I think it was like, if I remember correctly, it's like $179 per year. No, no, no. That's what it was. No, it? no. It's I think right now, like if you're like an early subscriber, it's only like 80 bucks for the first year. Okay. It's something like, yeah, like, it's like, I want to say... It's seven ninety nine dollars for, per month, I believe, is, yeah. is what the number eight was. Bucks. Yeah, 8 so. bucks. If you did it per month, it's 8 bucks a month, $80 for the year. So you're saving, you know, 16 bucks or whatever. So, I mean, I, I'm kind of... Well, and, and okay, so let me connect something else that came out at San Diego Comic-Con, too, along with this. Uh, Clone Wars had a new... Trailer yeah, they too. had a trailer. I mean, and and the reason I'm connecting that to to Young Justice and all this other stuff is is because that 12 episode, uh, I guess arc. it's oh. arc of of the Clone Wars that's that connects connects it to Episode Three in Rebels, mm-hmm. um, is only going to be on their streaming service. So it's kind of like I'm sitting here going like, listen. <laughs> like, like, listen, can you guys stop doing this? Like, that's why I kind of like, there's a service called Verve, VRV. I've talked about this with you before. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's not just anime. They're putting SWAT cats on there. They're putting the, the new Thundercats on there. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a nerd boner just by talking about all this shit. Yeah. They're bringing everything together. And it's only 10 bucks. It's like Netflix kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at this service and I'm going, these guys know what they're doing. If they can bring a series to them mm-hmm. and 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 bring more stuff in like that that people want to see, they're gonna fucking kill it. And that's that's the problem. Like this DC thing, I understand why they're doing because everybody else is doing it. But this is this is kind of like what cable did. Remember when we were kids and we talked we've talked about this before. I know this is kind of like you're kinda like Paul, you're going around in a circle here. Mm-hmm. But you remember when we were when we were kids? There was like so the local channels were kind of bundled in, mm-hmm. but then you you could actually choose your channels and it was like what ten cents more per month and yeah. whatever. Then they went to no 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 you have to buy these bundles yeah so, and I think that that now that's kind of backfiring on them so they they I think they should go back to that system, mm-hmm. but anyways so, like I think this is kind of what they're doing with these streaming services. Eventually people are going to be like. I don't have enough money to do this. Yeah. Like, I can't just go buy, uh, CBS Now or, and Netflix and Hulu and Amazon all these other things. And Amazon Prime. Amazon, eh, fuck Amazon Prime. Uh, <laughs> dude, Amazon, like, I, I could talk about Amazon Prime all day, but I'm not going to go into it. But th- their service is the worst. Um, honestly, like, what I'm trying to say here is, is like, I like the tick going on there. <laughs> the tick. Um, but it's like, I don't want to have to go to every single service and get my series. Now, there's a, there's a little there's a little caveat here. This is why this is where I'm bringing it all around to a final the final thing here. Netflix the other day. This hasn't happened. This 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 doesn't happen. Licensed out a series to Comedy Central. Yeah, Bojack Horseman. Bojack Horseman. Mm-hmm. First time that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there going. So, Voltron, you can put on Adult Swim, right? Hey, hey. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, if, if, if Netflix is starting to do that, which, by the way, that's a, that's a very intelligent decision. Mm-hmm. I, I commend them for that because that's going to generate them more money. Mm-hmm. If they're not going to advertise shit on their service, they need to start doing that more. Yeah. 
And I think that's going to be the future of Netflix and these other things is putting it on TV. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, like, I mean, like, Netflix, it's weird. Like, I watched the, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I watched it on DVD. I got that at the library. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I don't have Netflix. I, I, I wouldn't have, like, you know, illegally downloaded it because I wasn't aware. Of, you know what I'm saying? I, I saw the DVD and I said, oh, let me give it a shot. That's but it's funny, problem. like, Netflix, which was a system that started out with DVDs and went to streaming, but then they're releasing their own, you know, like, they, you can see, like, Orange is the New Black on DVD and, and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And it's sort of like, it's so funny that, like, you know, they they killed one industry. <laughs> like, they're in a blockbuster and shit like that. But they're like, oh, but if you want to rent the DVDs, we got Or I guess not. I mean, not if you want to buy the DVDs. Well, the only, see, that's the thing. Like, it's kind of weird because the only place that you can really rent DVDs now mm-hmm. is either a if there's a mom and pop rental mm-hmm. store still left or Redbox. Redbox yeah. Netflix doesn't do that anymore, so it killed an industry. But yet that industry, if they decided to do, oh, I'm sorry, Family Dollar still or Family Family Video is still around. Mm-hmm. So and that's kind of like a blockbuster kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, you kind of killed an industry, but then. That industry could come back easily if they wanted to. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I feel like they could they could kill like Redbox very easily if they wanted to, mm-hmm. but you know they just don't want to do that. And honestly, like for me, it's you know this, this it's just too much, too much now. Like I just want to if I want to see my Young Justice, I just want to see it all together. Like I should be able to just. Take yeah. these shows and put them on a thing. Everybody, everybody wants their bite at the apple, and they're you gonna, know? they're going to kill streaming services the way cable itself is getting killed. Oh, and th- yeah. there's there's another thing we can talk about too, but that's outside of. Uh, well, we'll get to that a little bit yeah. later. That was announced then, the other day that I want to talk about, and then we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. Eleven Fifteen East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this? No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? The next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of here. unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How did you watch one. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. 
Click and Hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. You can leave the pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the-letter-n-hit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now for listeners of Two Strangers One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. All right, so we, uh, so when we got we, right before we went to break, you got really excited about Aquaman. Oh, Aquaman. And I got to tell you, now, of course, this movie's been in production for a little while now. But when I saw the trailer, I was like, Wet Panther. <laughs> it's Black Panther underwater. Not that that's a bad thing. Black Panther was, you know, I mean, at least like this movie looks like it's fun. It looks inventive. It well, looks, I mean, the story itself is fucking paint by numbers. I, I mean, you've seen the video online where they, they compare the two. But then I'm like, you're taking that way out of context because that is not how the trailer is for Aquaman because mm-hmm. there's a shitload more scenes than what you've put it. Mm-hmm. I get that they connected it and they've done that really well mm-hmm. and I commend the guy that did that mm-hmm. but there's still like what, like two two more minutes of footage that you didn't even put in there. So yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying it's when I saw <sighs> I, mean, it, I did, when I started, the first time I saw the Aquaman trailer, even before the comparison video, I'm like, this is Black Panther underwater and not that that's a bad thing. Black Panther was a good movie Aquaman, and then plus, like, and don't get me wrong, as much as I like Black Panther, like, it was a good movie, he really wasn't the star of the movie. You know, he was sort of like, he's like a passenger in his own world. Like, if yeah. anything, his sister was, like, the breakout star in that movie. Yeah. So, like, you know, Jason Momoa playing a character that's supposed to be fun and interesting and stuff like that, like, you know, I'm all in, you know, fucking... Sharks with fucking saddles. Dude, that's gonna that's gonna do so well. I'm not even kidding you. Like that that movie. There's no reason why that movie shouldn't be the the one that wins Christmas. I mean, there's no Star Wars. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be the movie. That and Creed are gonna do really well Mm -hmm. during during Christmas time. I'm excited for that. Um, (laughs) But here's here's the thing that makes me laugh. I I watch a trailer and I started laughing after it. I'm just like, so. Why didn't you just do this before Justice League? Yeah. And then Justice League would have done so much better. Because here's the thing. Wonder Woman did so much better than Justice League. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, if Aquaman is, is as good as the trailer subscribes, and we know that that sometimes can't happen. Sure, sure. Um, this could do better than Justice League too, and I think it will. Mm-hmm. My problem with that is, is you guys should have waited. You should have fucking waited. And just let these, these standalone movies come out. Brought them all together, and then we wouldn't have had a problem. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I, so, I mean, they're learning from their mistakes. They're they're lightening up the movie. They're lightening up the universe well, and stuff like that. Here's my question: Do you think, um, what's his name? Uh, he's going to be doing Batgirl. Um, 
He was oh, part Josh of Josh Wheaton. Josh Wheaton. Do you think he's had his hands in this a little bit? I think he might have backed. Out. I think he he he's like he was going to do it, but I think he officially backed out. Oh, did he? Yeah. So I mean, it's uh, you know they're the DC movies like right now like I like I like the direction they're going because we have Wonder Woman eighty four coming out next year uh, that looks like it's going to be fun. Um, well, I just got a I just got like a press release for. Uh, and there's there's Justice League Thrones of Atlant- Throne of Atlantis a commemorative commemorative edition so they're getting out they're getting this out just before November so uh, do you see where this is yeah, going gotcha, yeah. gotcha. so you know I mean yeah like you, okay so you got Aquaman and you got Wonder Woman coming out soon enough where you and and Shazam you know that was the other trailer that came out where you, I mean it's it looks fun. They made the movie for like fifty cents, from what I understand. Like they made the movie for dirt cheap, so like it that more that that movie is going to recoup its its profits. But I like the fact that they're taking the universe and lightening it up. And everyone's like, oh, because of Marvel. Yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. Marvel. <laughs> that's the reason Marvel fucking owns the fucking the box office. You know, yeah. Well, why not take from Marvel? You got your own IP, make it fun. You know, and then it's like I would love in these movies where like, you know, if in Shazam. You know, and I think I kind of heard. I saw. I saw like an article. Like, please let Superman just do just a, a two second cameo in Shazam. You know, just to be like, you know, because you know the, the you know the idea behind Shazam is it's a little kid who gets powers, and the reason right. he looks so ridiculous is because well, that's how a kid sees a superhero with big so, muscles and you know primary colored suit and stuff like that. So another another caveat to kind of add to why they shouldn't have done Justice League so early. Mm-hmm. Is I think it's it, it's it's too close to when they ended the trilogy with Batman. I think that kind of affected it too, because a lot of people really really wanted Nolan's Batman to be involved in this in this universe, mm. and I kind of think that hurt it. So uh, you know, I I think that you know Shazam, I, Shazam will probably do okay. I, I don't see it doing very very well. Um, Aquaman, I think, is going to do extremely well. I, I think that, though, they, they should have kind of just put the brakes on it and just let it let it settle for a little bit and then brought back Batman back, well, I mean, back in. Let them let have fun now. Let them make Shazam. Let them make Wonder Woman. Let them make Aquaman. Um, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of them doing, like, two different Joker movies. Like, there's one that's totally not connected to the universe at all. That's gonna It's like a Joker origin movie. Which, I mean, you know, if it's like... You know the 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 Joker story, the one bad day Joker story, the you know Red Hood sort of. I mean, I'll, I, that I mean. I mean, cool, I, I, I feel like, like just just wait. You know, you could do this movie. You know, we have a universe where there's a dead Robin. There's you know there's. Uh, I, I mean, I, I kind of feel like that movie is kind of just kind of like faded into the foreground mm-hmm. more more than the. The other one with with uh, Jared, Jared, Jared Leto, yeah. So I mean, I, I feel like that one's kind of they're kind of like eh, this is a good idea, but let, let's see how this one does first, kind yeah. of deal. Because there was a lot of backlash about him not being the Joker because you know we get we get into this this situation where you know we decide that we're going to change people, mm-hmm. you know, and. I, I really commend people these days because 
if we had this kind of shit back in the day, we wouldn't have had 50 different Batmans. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, where they sit there and they go, no, you're going to keep the same guy or we're not watching your fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And then they change the person and then nobody goes to the movie. <laughs> so that's why, like, you know, I, I, I really commend people for actually standing up these days and being like, no, we want Jared Leto as, as Joker. Let's see what he can do with a standalone movie. And I think that's great. I think they should do that. I think they should do. Uh, they're supposed to do. I thought a Harley movie. They were supposed to do yeah, was, first. I mean, first it was me. Like, the first it was me, like a Harley Quinn and Joker movie. Then there was the Gotham Sirens, which was uh, Harley Quinn, Catwoman, and Poison Ivy. Yeah, you know, and seeing that, like, seeing that we really had like a Suicide Squad movie. We had a movie that was just all villains. Like, we could do. They could do a Gotham Sirens movie. I think they. And, but there again, like, maybe we should introduce Poison Ivy and Catwoman before we start doing a Sirens movie, you know. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, like... Let, I mean, that's it. Make these movies, but kind of like with the, with, the, with the Marvel movies, let people... Let people cameo in them. Let Superman be in Shazam. You know, uh, you know... Uh, well, The Rock is supposed to be... Black uh, Adam. Black Adam, but is he going to be in the Shazam movie? Or is he going to be I would, in a I Superman mean, movie? I, I would love for them just to give him a cameo. Post-credit scene. You know what I'm saying? Give me some, you know, give us, get us excited for, for, cause. So, people are gonna, you know, now that you've, now that you're establishing that edge of the universe of Shazam, the rock could just slide right into it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and do all the rock things that the rock does. So, so I think we've kind of, I mean, if you don't have anything more about that, I have, Something that happened the other day that I kind of wanted to get in here before our time is up here. Oh, okay, no, go on, go on. Uh, so, when was this? This was, I want to say, maybe over the weekend. Whenever the Star Trek convention went on in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was over the weekend. All of a sudden, so th- this was rumored. Uh-huh. But all of a sudden, social media just, like, exploded. Uh-huh. Uh they're going to make Jean-Luc Picard. a Jean-Luc Picard movie. <laughs> and I had like a nerd boner for the rest of the day when make I heard that so. fucking shit. Like I'm just sitting <laughs> there like, so. <laughs> I'm like, yes! <laughs> so, but the only thing I don't like about it is it's supposed to be, because I, I actually, I went back and I watched all the videos from when he was talking. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to, apparently it's going to be 20 years later. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, I don't know about this. And, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself like, yeah, but I want to see the Enterprise E. No, like, well, you know, like, don't do this to me. Like, don't fucking do this to me. Like, I kind of like the idea of a because okay, you 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 set a show in the Star Trek universe that's not Starfleet, and and I think that would be an interesting dynamic because especially now, like, he's like retirement age, or he's an older, he's an elder statesman. Yeah. And 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 one, I just I'm just happy to see that universe progress. Well, yeah, because that's 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 the prime universe of Star Trek that should be continuing. Yeah. Whereas we have this other universe, which is in the movies now, which yeah. is a JJ um, Abrams. Uh, it's um, alternate universe, basically. Ah, yeah. uh, shit. There's a there's a name for it. Um, it's the it's the uh, Abrams universe or well, something. I mean, it's the Abrams universe, but the, there there's a specific name for it. It's a it's a company that that Abrams uses like in all his all his. Uh, all his movies, like, there's, like, a store or a company that, that's, it was, like, an, even in the background, 
and uh, you know, so they call that that verse. I can't believe I forgot the name. But um, so with that being said, like you know, one, I'm glad I want that universe to progress. I want to see other futures, but also I like. I mean, the same way like Deep Space Nine was you know you're out in the middle of fucking nowhere is you know it's just, even though it's Starfleet you're Starfleet in the middle of nowhere and 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 uh you know Voyager you know once again you're kind of Starfleet but in the middle of nowhere you know I like the I kind of like the idea of it's fluid enough where of course if they have John yeah they're, of course they're gonna have an episode Riker's gonna come and do a cameo and Data's gonna come and do a cameo and all that right things. and then they're probably gonna they're probably gonna flash back to the Enterprise E several yeah. times you know but I so. want I want a guy that you know. I want a fucking, you know, I want a bitter old captain. I want a guy that doesn't, I, I kinda wanna doesn't see, want to do with this bullshit anymore. I kind of want to see an they admiral. Pull me back in. I want to see an admiral, Jean-Luc Picard. Admiral honestly. Picard. Yeah. See, I'm, I want a guy that, like, he said, fuck this. I'm going to go live on this fucking asteroid. You know, uh, go I, I think, do his, his Luke Skywalker thing on this. this have you seen the, there was the episode, the last episode of, of Next Generation where... Mm-hmm. He's an old man. He's in the fields and everything. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to kind of be something like that. Mm-hmm. They'll probably go back to kind of something like that. But this is him just... Because in that episode, he's starting to kind of... In there, he's kind of losing his mind. Mm-hmm. But Q is able... Q has, you know, obviously, I think, stabilized him so that way he can... Whatever. But they're all sitting there going, no, no, that's your disease. Why are you being crazy? Mm-hmm. And then they finally sit there and go, wait a minute. He's actually telling the truth. <laughs> so, you know, it's... I, I'm, I'm excited for it, but here's a, here's yet another fucking series that you can't see unless you go to CBS Now's yeah. thing. And for me, again, it's like... By the way, I, I will be honest with you. I checked out CBS Now. Mm-hmm. Their service is not that bad. They have... they And I don't understand how Netflix still has the rights to play, but it's probably because they sit there and they go, no, 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 no. Star Trek does really well on our service. You're not taking that. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't... I don't, I don't uh, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I keep watching Deep Space Nine. I don't know what it is. I just, I'm, it's just obsessed. I'll go back to Voyager, watch them. Mm-hmm. Next Generation, I'm not. I liked it as a kid, but I'm kind of like, as I watch it now, I'm kind of like, it's not as good as Voyager and well, Deep Space Nine. Two, the first two seasons were garbage. As yeah. much as I love, I love these, I love Next Generation. The first two, se- you know, it took them a while to get their feet on the ground. Once they got their feet on the ground, it was it was awesome. But the, the first two seasons, you want to fucking well, it's, it's, it's the, kind the of the screen. same thing with like <laughs> the Wesley season, Deep Space, <laughs> Deep Space Nine, and then Voyager because the the early seasons of those were kind of like, uh, and then like you get. Like in Deep Space Nine, you get to define. You're like, yeah, look at this ship. Like, look at this. Look at the. Look at them like tear through this goddamn ship. My only problem was with Star Trek, and I've I've always hated this shit. And I honestly think they should go back and they should do something like this: is have more of an action-packed series where you're just fucking things up the whole like every single episode. You're fucking people up. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that these people do. Like have some kind of like NCIS Star Trek or something where you're going in and, like fucking people up all mm-hmm. the time. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I want something, like, go back to the Dominion Wars and have, like, side stories from the Dominion Wars. I think that would be incredible. Mm-hmm. I also think that they should, they should do, there's two things that they, that I want them to do other than that. Deep Space Nine, bring back Cisco. Mm-hmm. Do just, like, just do, like, a, a movie or something, a TV movie or something. And then the other thing is they spinned off, they spun off from the movie into, like, a bunch of books. About Riker's adventures on his new ship, mm-hmm. like that should be a new series. I think that would be an interesting thing to see. 
I mean, he's older now, so you kind of would have to probably maybe like do it as like have it like the ship. You're like you're supposed to be like, oh wait, yeah, he's been doing this for a while, and then come into it. But mm. I think that you know, I, I kind of want to see that kind of thing, you know. And I kind of want to see in the Jaluk Picard series. I kind of want to see an Admiral uh, Riker. I want to see, you know, like maybe maybe he does have an Enterprise. That would see that would be the interesting thing to see if he gets the Enterprise eventually. Not the Enterprise E, obviously, at that point. It'd probably be like Enterprise F or whatever. Oh, Riker? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, you know, I, you could bring back all those people in the Picard series. <laughs> no, they, they. I mean, I can't see them not bringing any of those guys back. I, I can't see them not doing it. I think this is the perfect time to do it. And this is, CBS is doing things correctly in this sense. Um, I'm still a little pissed at them that they won't let anybody do fan films. But... Mm-hmm. I think that they are starting to kind of progress into these other spin-offs, and I think that is the right thing to do, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to see more. Um, by the way, there's also, for anybody that's listening to this, like there's a YouTube, uh, I think it's, it's um, I can't think of the name of it, but if you type in Star Trek, mm-hmm. there's an actual, like I think it's like 15, 20 minutes of this fan-made thing mm-hmm. where they're talking about it's 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 really it's funny because it's like a documentary. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not it's not a documentary, but it's a documentary as if you were a Federation officer oh, and okay. watching something. Uh, it has a lot. It has um, one of the characters from Enterprise, which again I think they should continue that series. I thought that was they they cut that off way too soon, but that's another a conversation <laughs> for another day. Um, Do they have anybody else in there? They had some other actors that are known, but, like, they weren't, like, part of a Deep Space Nine or something, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So, oh, no, 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 that one guy was part of one of the, yeah, two of them were definitely part of, I think one of, I think they were both Klingons, but you mm-hmm. wouldn't know that because you don't know what they look like, uh-huh. whatever. So, um, but yeah, it, it, they, they, they uh, actually sued them, and they oh, went... Sure. They went, you're not supposed to do this. We told you people you can't do fan films. Here's the problem. You can't get around the rule. They can't just sit there and go, you can't make a fan film when there's, what's the law? Like, you can, you can kind of, you can make a comedy of it, right? But you can't. Well, you can make a parody. And, you know, I think, like, I think you're okay with, you can do fan films as long as you're not, um, you're not making money off of it. Yeah, I don't think they're making any 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 uh, money off of it either. It's just it's just really weird because it's like this this is something like like literally there's some fan stuff out there like if you were to take their ideas, mm-hmm. pay them and just throw them out of the way and just do take that idea and do what you got to do like you know, I I think that honestly that's exactly what needs to happen, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's just like you know, just let let the fans do what they want. Star yeah. Wars doesn't have a problem with it. Why do you? Yeah. So, um, is there anything else you want to talk about, real uh, quick, before we get out of here? Before we wrap this up, okay, let's see. Um, I had I just wanted to talk real quick about John Schnepp, uh, the guy who passed away. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I had met him at two separate Comic Con. Last Comic Con we went to. Uh, yeah, the last Comic Con. I mean, and, and and I'll be honest with you, like he didn't look that great. Like that second Comic Con, like last year, he was he looked a little out of it when I spoke to him. I mean, I spoke to him for like a minute, and I shook his hand and whatever, but like 
two years ago. And I think what I'm going to do is I have him doing an intro for the show. So I'll probably put it in this episode. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's bad taste or whatever. But, um, you know, uh, when I met him, he, he autographed like two different. Uh, he, he gave me and autographed two posters. Uh, it was promoting his his documentary, uh, Death of Superman Lives, What Happened, uh, with uh, Kevin Smith, who wrote the, the original scripts for the Superman Lives. Um, it's a great documentary. I definitely tell people, like, if you're interested in Superman at all, you know, because there's that there's those online pictures of, of Nick Cage wearing the, the Superman Somebody suit. Somebody must really love you. Yeah. It's, you know, Nick Cage wearing the Superman suit, and, and like, everyone's like, oh, look, he looks stupid or whatever. Yeah. Well, that was like... When you've watched the movie, you realize that that was just test footage of one suit. And, 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 you know, there were 50 different suits and there was so much, uh, you know, they hired so many artists for concept art. And, you know, had the movie been made, it actually probably would have been pretty good. Um, and what kills me is that him and Kevin Smith were going to continue that documentary series in a TV show where they were going to go after a bunch of other different movies that weren't made. Um, cause I think they had, I think like, you know, there was, there was like a Justice League movie they were going to make in the nineties that, uh, that was attached to some big director, you know, they're, like they're, they were going to do a whole show where each episode they were going to go into different movies that weren't made and, you know, what happened and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, so, you know, a moment of silence for, for John Schnepp and, you know, uh, with John Schnepp, you know, he was in, he did, he was part of Metalocalypse on, on Adult Swim. Uh, you know, I, I believe he had a bit of a, 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 some influence with like Aqua Teen Hunger Force and, and Space Ghost Coast to Coast, or at least in the background, like he was, I think he was like a low level guy there. You know, uh, Collider music, uh, Collider movie reviews and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, he was a good fucking dude, and, and it's a real shame that he's not with us anymore. You know, he was he was a heavy set guy. He kind of called his fans sweaties, like fat people with sweat and their nerves and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, and he obviously, you know, he, he called himself morbidly obese and stuff like that. He used to goof about that online. Um, so it, it's a damn shame that he's gone. Um, okay, the the couple things I want to talk about real quick. Castle Rock. I've been watching Castle Rock. I mean, you know, I don't have Hulu Plus, but I've been, you know, it's been falling off a truck, and I've been watching them. The first three episodes are fucking awesome. The last two episodes weren't so great. Um, it's a universe that kind of exists in Stephen King's universe. Uh, there's, it's funny. The first two, three episodes kind of have like little references here and there, but then like four and five, they kind of fall off. And I don't think because they don't have Stephen King references, the, the show's trying to be its its own thing. Right. It's in the town of Castle Rock, where Castle Rock is a fake town that he puts in a lot of his stories. And it's a town where evil and fucked up shit happens, but, like, people kind of turn a blind eye. Like, you know, oh, this guy murdered his whole family, and then everyone's sort of, like, the next day, like, oh, well, you know, like, you know, like, it, it doesn't become a big to, de- to do. And so it's, like, either the evil's clouding people's memories or or, you know, like... You know, the evil's happening, but people don't even see it and stuff like that. So it's a weird fucked up town. And, and like the first step, it's not really spoiling too much. Uh, they find this guy and it's the, the kid who plays Pennywise in the, in the current It movie. He was locked in a cage in like the basement of a prison. The, the prison, and this is the first episode, so it isn't really spoiling too much. The guy who runs the prison, Shawshank, Shawshank uh, in a modern day, and it's a privatized prison. 
he kills himself. Right. And then they're doing an investigation and this stuff, like, you know, they're looking through his stuff. And it turns out he had this guy locked in a cage in the basement of the prison. And, but then they, they try to ID the guy and fingerprint him and he's not coming up in any database. And, you know, and he only says the name of one guy. He says Henry Deaver. And Henry Deaver is a kid who, uh, grew up in a, he was a black kid raised, uh, adopted by a, a, a pastor and his wife. And then the, the pastor and the son went on like a hunting trip or something like that in the snow. And the guy got the, the, the pastor got like fucked up almost killed and then um he said like like they feel like but then the kid, now mind you they went hunting like in like minus 40 degree weather right and the kid was missing for 11 days and he should the kid should have been dead and the father was almost dead but then like there's rumor I mean, they think the kid tried to like kill the father and stuff like that um so once again I, i'm really only spoiling the first episode but then you know the mystery gets a lot more deeper than that like i said you know the last couple episodes and then uh, Godzilla, you know, the new Godzilla, it looks yeah. good. I personally don't give a shit about Godzilla. So, you know, King Ghidorah looks good. Mothra looks good. I really don't care. This is obviously just a step gap so they can have Godzilla meet King Kong in another couple of years when they, and they finally make that movie. Right. So, uh, oh, so if I can just interject real quick, the one thing I didn't like about that trailer, mm-hmm. I want to be honest with you, is the fact that they're they're like... Oh, we have to bring back all the monsters in order to save the Earth. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, but won't they destroy it even more now? Yeah. Like, like I can understand maybe if you had like Mothra being like bring back Mothra and he's like the wings like restore the Earth or something. Like, okay, all right, I get it. It's you know they're trying to do something like the Japanese, but it's mm-hmm. like I need to bring back all the monsters. Oh, and that means all the bad all the bad ones too. What? Yeah. I don't, yeah. Huh? Like, I, I, I don't understand it. So I guess that, that that's, again, it's like one of those ones where you just got to go, all right, I'll watch it and see what the fuck happens. But, yeah. like, I'm just like, I just don't understand where you're trying to go with this. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I, trying I, to. I, it just, it's just an excuse to bring back all the fucking monsters. I really don't care. And then also, uh, real quick, uh, Glass, the Unbreakable yes. Split sequel. Looks fucking awesome. It does. You know, the, it's a psychiatrist saying that these are the superheroes are people with delusions thinking that they're superheroes. Um, I, one thing I, I really thought would, was cool is that, like, they show, like, these systems in the guy's cells. And if you remember, you know, Bruce Willis's character, his weakness was water. Yeah. There's, like, a sprinkler system by his door. So I guess, like, if he's, like, if he starts acting up and, like, he's going to rip the door off, like, the sprinkler system, like, probably sprays him with water to yeah. kind of, like, keep him back from away from the door. And stuff like that. So I thought that was kind of... I think the kid with Split, they had like high intensity flesh things. Like I think like if he if he has like a seizure or something like that, like he can't be strong or anything. Yeah. Um, I would really like to see the kid from The Sixth Sense be brought into the movie where like, like yeah. <laughs> he sees dead people. So that's like sort of his superpower. But, um, you know, that, once again, you know, it looks cool. I'm super excited about it. Um, I'll probably do all the outro stuff I'll record later. Okay. At home, and so, uh, we anything else? <laughs> no, that's okay. it. I mean, we certainly hope you guys had you. Ah. La, 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 la. We certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening. Had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fapping. Obviously.
But I think uh, I think we're coming up on our time here. Yeah, so, so let's uh, wrap it up. That's what That's she said. What she said. Uh, please visit two strangers one podcast.net where you can find all things show related. You can find links to our uh, iTunes page. So if you, have, if you have an iPhone, an iPad, or an iPod, you can download them and subscribe to us on all those devices. If you don't have an OS device, Mac OS device, you can tr- if you have an Android phone, you can listen to us on the Stitcher app. That's S T I T C H E R, the Stitcher app for Android devices. Uh, listen offline, listen later, download when you're in Wi Fi. I forgot the option, but uh, that's what I do so you don't kill your data or kill your battery um and find paul's other baby the tsunami faithful podcast damn fucking on, straight on on the stitcher app uh i i used to say you could hear chris uh kevin smith's modcast and chris hardwick's nerdist but <laughs> not anymore not chris hardwick anymore uh, i mean it's still technically on stitcher but you know he ain't putting out any more new episodes after especially after the last episode where i was like i'm so happy um and, it's, then. and the last episode he did was for the Cobra Kai uh, YouTube Red series. but I, And it's funny. I have it on my phone and I want to listen to it, but I want to like sit back and revel like, ah. Um, and of course, uh, on all devices, we are available on the SoundCloud app. Uh, that's our main hosting site. I, I do make the episodes available for download. Uh, so it depends on the device that you have, but you can download the episodes. Uh, but you can listen to them on Stitcher. I mean, excuse me, on SoundCloud. Um, if you want to write us like Oscar has, you can write us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. All spelled out, two one podcast dot com. Uh, you, we want your money. We need your money. But if you can't give us a dime, you could at least uh, uh, like this episode, share it on your page, like our page, uh, facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast. Once again, all spelled out. Uh, like the page, like this particular episode on your social media. Uh, get the word out because even if you can't give us a dime, at least sharing it. Uh, it gives us some um, uh, props. You know, a shout out to Tommy B, to Chris Mounts, of course, Oscar, uh, loyal listeners and, and longtime listeners. If anybody else wants to uh, get a shout out or anything, come hit us up on the, on the page or, or anything like that. Um, we're technically on Twitter, but I was trying to get that resolved. But we are on Stranger Podcast. Uh, you can go on YouTube and listen to uh, our older, older episodes. The other six years worth of a podcast are pretty much on there. Um, anything that's not on the SoundCloud, um, you can go back and listen to, and listen to all the horrible episodes that Oscar said <laughs> were. And you can listen to my book, Odd I See a Tale from the Road, also on our YouTube page. And that's it. I acquiesce. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can email me. It's paulpascrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. Oscar knows how to do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, if you are if you are a part of the Discord, the Tsunami Discord, or I should say the Tsunami Faithful Discord, uh, you can just add me at Paul Biscrillo. I am on there as well. And uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Well, before this episode, we I were like, I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about, but somehow we pulled an hour and fifteen minutes out of our ass. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for listening. We certainly hope you had as much fun listening as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. Shut that bitch. All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want you read Double it? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialistic I feel you, Eric. Lynette. I know. I, I, oh, fucking... Are you sure I didn't write this? <laughs>
Uh, I, I smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. Is this? I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be honest with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. That's, I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it still. Lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard, for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I and will his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.